thank you for listening to the official podcast of White Oak Pentecostal Holiness Church, where we cultivate true worshipers in Wilson, North Carolina. For more information on White Oak, visit whiteoakphc.com. I know about being in a room like this or being with family and still being lonely. I know about searching and nobody still doesn't seem to understand what you're going through but God knows he knows and if he cares about the little bitty birds you know he cares about you and me Kitana, he told me he not only knows the hairs on your head, the top of your head, but even around your face. <laughs> he says, I have numbered them. I know the hairs that are on your head. Come on, somebody. A God that will know us so intimately. That is something to think about. Help us, Lord. I want to speak to you briefly about an area the Lord has led me to begin working on. And I said, Father, <laughs> you know where I've been and you know what I've been doing. So I am trusting you in this hour. Let us pray. Father, we come now in the precious name of your son. And it is now the time, Father, where you speak from heaven. So decrease this servant right now that your words will have free course. We thank you and we give you the praise. In Christ's name I do pray and count it done. And the church says amen. 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 Praise God. We thank God. Amen. Uh, uh, for all of you being in the house again on today. God is good, and God is good all the time. Spiritual formation. Spiritual formation. How can we follow a spirit that we don't know? My mind goes back to my husband, praise God, and people, praise God, who have a tendency, amen, to just walk in the world, amen. They got one foot in the church, one foot in the world, and amen. And when you see them, praise God, their lifestyle and what they're doing, amen, doesn't indicate uh, that their walk with Christ is that serious. And he would always tell them, praise God, when they call on him, he said, you need to call on somebody you know. Call on that one you've been walking with. But to help us to know who we are, the spirit has to form us. Spiritual formation, I've been reading, is simply the process of being changed to be like Christ. It's a process. That's why I gave you Romans 12 and 1 when he, 
Paul says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercy of what? God. That you present your bodies as a what? Living what? Sacrifice. That means we're not dragging in any, any goats. We're not going to be dragging in any birds. We don't drag in sacrifices and lay them on this altar. We don't drag the animals in. That's what they used to do. You are the living sacrifice. That's what he wants now. Because his spirit has come to live in us who have received him. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah to God. Help me, Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So he says to present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy. Why holy? Because God is what? Holy. I love Pastor Marie. She said, holy is nothing but a clean life. That's what you don't you remember? It's a clean, a clean up. That's what they would say. <laughs> I love it. Acceptable unto who? God. Which is what you're what? Supposed to do. It's reasonable what? Service. I told you it's about us. You know, God ain't called you to warm these pews. So many folks sitting down, amen, they get, they, we got a church full of converted folks. They're saved, amen, and then you can't hardly get them to do much or nothing in the church. What's wrong with that? Woo! Amen. Reasonable service. You become that living what? Sacrifice. Come on, somebody. All right. Verse 2 says, and be not conformed to this what world, what age? I know you got it. Where is it? Where, where, where is it? Where, 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 where is that thing we love? I got one too. Where is it? You know what I'm looking for. Hold it up. You got one. Hold it up. Look, hold, hold it way up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Be not conformed to this what? World. Oh, we got them. We got them small. We got them big. Praise God. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with it. It can be used to the glory of God. Amen. But we're to use it to God's glory. It's not uh, for it to come and be our glory. Be not conformed. There's a lot of stuff out there that's trying to conform us and what? Change us. To what? Were everybody else doing it? Wait a minute now. Everybody else. Come on now. That You know, everybody else is doing it. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. It says all sizes fit. <laughs> it fits all sizes. Come on, somebody. Ain't that what it says? Fit, ain't that what it says? Fits all sizes. Now, I'm not a Jessica size. This is stand up, Jessica. This is my baby. Amen. Come on here, somebody. Come on here. Come on over here, Jessica. Amen. Hallelujah. This, this is the way I used to look. Amen. Hallelujah. Used to have that ball on my head. Hallelujah. And I think I was about 20 pounds, you know, lighter. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. But she's beautiful. 
Amen. She's beautiful. Amen. And I look just like her. Amen. Hallelujah. But you see, she going to get old like me. Amen. Come on now. Amen. But I thank God, amen, that as we age, amen, amen, we look at those who are walking with the world and not conform, you know, not conform to the world. We can look like Mother Howard at age 80. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. We're not to conform to the things of the world because we belong to him. Amen. There's too much stuff and junk going on out here. And we're trying to drag it into the church. We're not supposed to be an attractional church. Because once the attraction leaves, you go. But he has drawn us when you were standing up singing, it's by the grace of God that I'm still here. Somebody prayed for me. Then I'll get it. Amen. Because one day they're going to step off the scene. Praise God. And you, I can't have you looking at me. You need to be looking at the one that's formed in me. And that's Christ alone. Be not conformed to the things of this world. Don't get wrapped and tied all up in that stuff. Put it in its place. Shut it down. I tell you what, take the half time you spend on that stuff and spend time with the Lord. But be ye transformed. You remember those, uh, that, that show called the Transformers? Yeah, you remember the Transformers. And you remember those vehicles? My sons, amen, used to love that. I, I don't know which one had it, praise God, amen, but I remember buying some Transformers, amen, and, and, and when, amen, and they would be rolling along when everything would be fine, come on, somebody, and then, amen, when they need, when something came up, they would change, they would transform, amen, and, and, so that they could deal with the emergency that was on hand, Amen. So we too are supposed to be transformed. But what transforms us is the word of what? God. What are we feeding ourselves? How are you going to overcome stuff if you don't get no word? How can you stand? What you going to do when the doctors tell you what you got is incurable? We have no cure for it. What you going to do? If I don't have any word, I'm going to go in my house and I'm going to have a pity party. And when all my hair come out, I'm not going to go out because I thought my hair was my glory. Come on, somebody. When I can't put on that dress, when I can't do what I used to be, when I can't wear shoes, praise God, I'm just going to give up because I thought that was what made me. But we have to be transformed by the renewing of our what? Mind. My mind 
becomes renewed because I am in Christ. That's why we say, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I what? Live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. So I shouldn't be saying this, I, I can't overcome this. I'm going to lose some weight, Kijana. I'm just going to tell you like this. So I got to lose some weight. When I was going through my stuff, amen, on yesterday, and they asked me some very personal questions. I ain't want to answer them. But I had to. And one of those areas was, how are you taking care of this physical body? And I have this craving for sugar. Y'all don't mind if I just talk to Kijana just a minute. I got this craving for sugar. And I know I do. So Kijana, for the month of August, I said, I'm not going to eat any cake. And hear me thinking, well, I said I'm not going to eat no cake, but that chocolate chip cookie was laying on it. Nobody came by and ate that chocolate chip cookie that was laying on my, uh, and it just kept laying there, <laughs> and it kept laying there. And before I know it, I picked it up and I ate it. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not giving up. I know I have to lose the weight because part of your wealth is your what? Health. Amen? So I, if I want to live a little longer and the Lord is telling me I need to put this down, I got to do what? Begin to put that down. So I'm praying for, so I had to put some stuff down there, Kijana, on my spiritual growth plan. And exercising was one of them. So one man says, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going, I'm not going to the gym. Ain't no need to be putting that down there. But what I can do is what I used to do, and that's get out and walk. So we can start where we can and begin to transform, make some changes, right? Amen. So that this stuff would begin to come off. And maybe I can get into some of her dresses. Amen. To God be the glory. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of who? God. We have been transformed. We are being made anew. What I gave you on last Sunday was about how we are told that we are a new creation. He says, if any man be in who? Christ. He is a what? New creation. Behold, all things become what? New. Amen. That's what the word of God's saying. Now, does that mean that that little taste for sugar, that, that, you know, that cake you love to have at the end of the meal, it's going to go away. That's part of a habit, isn't it? Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm, I'm just being real. Now, yours may be something else. They just don't go. But the word of God says they will if we renew our mind. And the renewing of our mind comes from the, the word of God. I'm going to have to take some time to spend 
in the word of God. Every follower of Jesus Christ must recognize that being like Christ leads to doing like Christ. In other words, being leads to doing. I want you to write that somewhere. Being leads to, if I am being like Christ, I am going to begin to do like who? Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. And it is a process that begins anew every day. When you get up on tomorrow, praise God, you leave this day, you're going to have to get up in the morning. I keep saying, submit yourself unto God. Submit yourself unto God. Submit yourself unto God. James says, submit yourself unto God. Resist the devil and he shall what? Flee. I was talking to one of our attenders this morning in Sunday school. Oh, God going to bless you. Oh, he going to bless you. But you need to know you got an enemy. There are always some haters out there. There are always some folks who don't mean you any good. But you have to know who you are in Christ. Spiritual formation is formed in three directions. The first direction is the love I need to have of God. I need to love the Lord. And I love him because he first what? Love me. This is real simple, but it's fundamental. We've got too many folks who are walking around here saying, I know what church should be like. I know. And when God asks you to do something, you're the first one to back up. But we can't be that way. So the first direction is that I need to love the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my body, and my what? Strength. I need to love God. Now, where do I get that love? From God, who is love, right? Did he show us that he loves us? Oh, absolutely. He showed us when he sent his only begotten son and his son gave his life for us. He died in my stead. I want nothing but old nasty, stinking, raggedy sinner. And so are you. Amen. All of us have sinned and what? Come short of the glory of God. Amen. Who are you to think you have arrived? You think this road makes no? It's gonna take me praying that I old self don't come back every day. Amen. To God be the glory. I've gotta love the Lord. I love the question God Jesus asked Peter. You see, when you make a mistake, Peter denied the Lord, didn't he? And he did it three times. And he even went to cussing one time. No, I ain't one of them. No, no, I ain't one of them. No, one of them holy roaders. No, I don't go to that church named White Oak. I'm folks stay in church too long. What you talking about? Got the meat on Wednesday night. They don't take all of that. 
All they do is pray and, and talk about the word of God. Oh, I just love it when they, when they come up and sing because, ooh, it just. But singing is going to cease. And it's only the word of God that we're going to hide in our heart that will go from with, with where we are now into his presence. So I got to know that the love of God has to be in me, through me, on me. I've got to know that God loves me and he proved his love. And I'm going to spend the rest of my days serving him. That's exactly right. Amen. And how do I serve? Man, I ain't got to be down here to the church. That one you, that one you live with? Amen. I'm going to serve my spouse. I'm going to serve my what? children. Amen. I'm going to serve in my, 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 my community. Look, you know, I'm hoping that somebody in my community will get up and help pick up trash along the street. You know, some folks, you know, when, they, when, when it's trash day, they just, am I right, Burkata? Amen. Praise God. Trash day, they just go out there and pick up right around their little house. Pick up right around their little house. Amen. You just bring your little trash can out. Amen. And leave it. What about your neighbor over there? What about that widow over there? What, how, how, how can you serve? How can you show yourself Christ-like? I see them peeping out the window. Sometimes. But nobody's come out to join me. But as long as he gives me strength. Because they don't know that while I'm out there peak, peak, picking up stuff, I'm going, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want you to bless this house. I want you to keep these children safe. I don't want no hurt or harm or danger to come of these children. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm praying that God will make a change. You know, I don't have to put a sign in my yard saying I'm praying for my community. Come on, somebody. Amen. I don't have to put a sign in my yard saying I love the Lord. What I need to do is practice. You praying for your community? Don't you just love it? They look real good sitting up in the yard, don't they? I'm praying for my community. You know what I'm talking about, right? You ain't seen them, have you? But how about, amen, when the children are walking by, you out there in the morning, hey, so-and-so, have a good day. I want you to have a good day. Is there anything you need? How, how, how about you doing something that, that's not quite expected? How about you trying to make a difference in that community? Because it's not just about you. I've got to love God. And because I love God, what is in me, amen, is going to produce some fruit. And that first fruit is what? Love. <sighs> Y'all mighty quiet. Amen. So in order for Christ to be formed in me, praise God, I've got to show that love. I need to accept him. Another direction I show, praise God, is love for one another. This was actually my strongest area. 
I love my brothers and sisters in the family of God. I love that message team sent me. Love you, Pastor. Amen. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Somebody, was it you, team? It was one of y'all. <laughs> one of y'all sent me a message on this week. Who have you messaged? Who have you sent a word to, praise God? You ain't got a hold of, y'all know you send this stuff. Why you send, why you send that like that? I know you, some of you rather send a text than to go over and say, how you doing? Some of you texting right in the church. How you doing? Come on, somebody. Amen. But we have to love one another to the point I'm concerned about you. If you're hurting, I'm hurting. And when God lays something on your heart, move. Don't be slowful. There's a need. Because I've been formed in Christ. I'm doing as Christ. Christ didn't hang around all these saved folks. He knew his disciples. Didn't he? Yeah, but he got out and got with folks that folks didn't like. Come on, somebody. Amen. Those old nasty tax collectors. They come in and overcharge. And one of them either, amen, climbed up in a tree. Amen. Trying to look down and see where he was and when he was passing by he said he looked right up because he knows exactly where you are and said hey come on down I'm on I'm on dying in your house today but we've got to love one another we've got to take up some time with our brothers and sisters amen you can tell me you oh pastor I love you that one of my messages right there. I love you, Pastor. You know I love you. Amen. Hallelujah. If you love me, you better show me some signs. Ain't no need of you waiting till my body's stretched out across that altar. And then come up here, praise God. Falling all on the casket. Shut, sit your behind down. Amen. We have to work while it is what? Day. Because when night comes, no man can what? Work. And then he tells us to occupy until I what? Come back. So he's going to ask you, what are you doing? What have you done with my word? What have you done with my word? We've got to serve one another. The phrase one another occurs many times in the New Testament. Love is not love until you give it away. We've got to mean what we say and say exactly what we mean. And because Christ's love is perfect, his love is perfect, it will remove all fear. You don't have to worry, praise God, of whether or not somebody's going to treat you right or how they're going to reciprocate, uh, how that love comes back to you. You just give it. 
as the Holy Spirit gives to you. Spiritual growth develops when there is love for one another or for our brothers and our sisters in the family of God. Jesus gave the new commandment to love one another in John 12, 12. Believers love because he first loved us. And as God has loved us, amen, we are to love one another. The fear of making a mistake or not being accepted leaves because the Father has said he will never leave us nor forsake us. That's in Hebrews 13 and 5. When we love, amen, according to the Holy Spirit, praise God, we can bear fruit. Amen. And the fruit is what remains. And what he's let me know is that when I'm in you, every believer is going to be able to bear fruit. There's not a person in here who should not be bearing fruit. And that's the fruit of the, of the living God. The third direction that helps us form spiritually is when we love our neighbor. It's the, to love our neighbor as ourselves. This is like, so the love that has to be established first is the love that is for the Father. And when we love the Father, the Father returns his love to us. And that love is seen among the family of God. When we're able to love the family of God, we're able to love those outside of the family. How are you going to draw them if you don't love them? One question that was asked with me, how many of you young folks, when you go to lunch, sit by somebody? RJ, how many times did you go to lunch? You don't go to lunch, do you, RJ? How many times, amen, amen, Jashana, when you go to lunch, when you go to sit down at the table, do you always sit down with your friends? Do you have to sit according to your grade level? In other words, you have to make new friends, right? How many of us do that as adults? How many times have you taken the time to sit down? I know Dwayne does it because it's part of his business. So he's always bringing lunch or, or taking the time to meet folks that you don't know. It is not, Jesus says, I have come, I'm seeking and I'm saving the lost. And if you are going to help save the lost, you will have to spend some time with them. Does that make sense? If I'm always with these holy rollers, may I go there? If I'm always hanging with folks who I know, don't only save folks. And you remember what Christ did. How am I going to draw them that are not saved? We're going to have to love the unlovable. The Lord is going to put us in places that will not be familiar because he's calling us out to serve. This house, he says, will be a house of prayer. You're not going to be like others because I am forming you. And what I'm doing is going to be for my praise, honor, and glory. 
Men and women already look at you and do not understand how you're able to do what you do. But you're able to do it because you are being formed in the image of the almighty God. And because we are his, we're able to do what he does. It doesn't mean that there are things that won't affect us. You're going to go through some of the same things. In other words, there may be sickness in your body. You may lose your finances. Things may happen. But because your joy and your peace is not of this world, I'm going to use you to show men and women who I am. And as you go through, I'm going to bring you out shining like pure gold. It behooves us in this walk to get this thing right. It is not for the pastor. It won't for Bishop Lucas. It's not for Bishop Slade. It is about that relationship we're building with the Father through the Son. Our walk with the Lord has to be one of faith. Faith is that a stepping out on what, what, what we're, we're just stepping out on his word. How do you step out on a word? We're able to do that through the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? It is the spirit of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is the spirit that has come to live in us. And then he says, I'm not going to say anything. And I'm not going to do anything unless he tells me. And Jesus can't, I can't say anything or do anything unless the Father tells me. So here you are with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit within you. In other words, the kingdom of God is in you. And that is why when you walk up into an area, stuff changes. That's why when you go in to a house and you go in there just to, to fix the plumbing or to put in a new, new dishwasher, amen, stuff is going to change. God has sent you there. That's why your dad couldn't just walk in there, do something, and leave out. Because it was an opportunity to serve. I'm making you. I am molding you to be just like my son. And my son was able to hear my voice. Come on, help me, Lord. He was able to hear me. And he was able to do exactly what I asked him to do. Don't worry, praise God, about those things I haven't looked. I'm not so worried about that piece of cake. I know that's going to leave. I'm not so worried about that, that, that habit that just hasn't stopped. Come on, somebody. I am going to give myself to the Lord. Help me, Holy Ghost. And as I give myself to him, I'm going to begin to walk in the light as he is in the light. And he says that's going to allow me to have the fellowship one with another. And when I hear his voice, I recognize. He says, my sheep know my what? Voice and a stranger they will not what? Follow. So I don't know how much time I've got. You can see the hairs on my head. I just picked them out this morning. Hallelujah. 
I don't know how many days, but he said, Lord, amen. The writer there said, you know, in Psalm, he said, help me, amen, to number my days and to use wisdom. I don't know how long I'll have my strength. Don't know how long I'll have my health. But I'm choosing each day to walk in the light. I'm choosing, praise God, to allow the Holy Spirit to use me. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm going to walk in the love of the Father. Amen. I'm going to love my brothers and sisters. Amen. I'm going to love that neighbor that seems unlovable. Because it won't be me that's doing it, but what? Christ in me, which is the hope of glory. Amen. He says, you didn't have to like it. That's where you go wrong. Amen. I don't like him. I just don't like him. Amen. It is not about like. It's about you fulfilling the commandment. With love and kindness. That's why you got so stirred up, many of you, when he talked about the grace. The grace of God. Amen. God didn't have to do it. But he did. Amen. He didn't have to keep me. When the doctors told me, Miss Lucas, amen, you have cancer. And there is no cure for that. Amen. I'm going, cancer don't run in my family. I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody in my family has that. Hallelujah. He didn't tell me I wouldn't have to go through. He told me I will be with you. There's nothing I'm going to go through that he hasn't already made the way. So when they told me you have this, he says, I have dried it up at the root. Then he says, you remember the story when I was walking with my disciples. Amen. And we were walking along the way. Amen. It was about the time I was getting ready to go to the cross. And he said, praise God, as we walked somewhere along to Bethany, he says, I saw a fig tree. And that tree looked like it had some fruit on it. And he says, I went over there and began to turn the leaves around, and there was no fruit. Hallelujah. And because there wasn't any fruit on the tree, he says, I cursed it right then. He says, the disciples didn't recognize what I had done. But the next day, when they came back by that same tree, what they noticed was that it had died from the root up. And when he reminded me of that story, he told me it was so with the cancer that was in my body. He says, I've dried it up from the root. Hallelujah. You may have some scars in this battle. Come on, somebody. Amen. Scars, amen. Remind us of what we've been through. Hallelujah. Jacob can tell you. He says, I wrestle all night with that angel. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I would not let that angel go. And he asked me, what's your name? He says, my name is Jacob. And he changed his name. But not only did he change his name, he touched him in the thigh. Amen. And Jacob, amen, when he got up the next morning, and from then on had a limp. Come on, somebody. But he knew he had been in the presence of the Almighty God. Don't worry about the scars. Don't worry about.
about the lips, you got to keep moving. Keep doing as God blesses you, as he strengthens you. He knows what you're going through. Trust him. And he's going to bring his word to pass. We're being formed into the image of his son. They crucified Jesus. We've got to count up the cost of this journey. Your destination should be settled. I know I'm going to heaven. I know I'm going to be where he is. Come on, somebody. That ought to be settled. I'm going to be where Christ is. He has promised me that. Paul said to be absent from the body is to be what? Present with the Lord. So it's this journey that we're going through that we've got to make stick. We've got to strive to be more like Christ in our walk. We've got to love the Lord thy God with all our heart, with all our mind, with our soul and our strength. Don't think you've got to be perfect. I know there's some stuff you ain't laid down. Come on, somebody. All of us got some stuff that we're still weak. But don't you know that when we're weak, Paul said what? He's strong, right? Because we can do this in ourselves. But we're trusting God. Amen. I've got my hand is his hands. I miss my husband. So if you got a companion, you need to bless God for that. I miss him. I miss having those talks. I miss talking about the sermon on these days. And he would ask me, well, what do you think? Or how did it go? I miss that. Hallelujah. But God has promised. He said, Sherry, I don't know what he called me. But I know when he speaks, I know his voice. I got you. Don't worry about those things that are not quite perfect. Trust me, just put your hands in my hands. And I'm going to lead and I'm going to guide you. I got you. I know what you've been through. I know those ones who have hurt you. I know how sometimes you weep. I know that. I got you. I got you. And then he says, someone says, get up. You can't stay there. You can't stay there. There's work to do. There are souls. There are people, amen, who are, who are going to die and go to hell if you're not on your post. If you're not being formed. If I'm not doing as Christ. If I'm not being Form spiritually. I've got to renew my mind. Paul says, I beseech you by the what? Mercies of God that you present this body, this old weak body, this old feeble body, this old body that has a lip, ain't hurting one moment, hurting it. If you present your body, that one, that's right. The one with one kidney. Come on, somebody. The one with two artificial knees. Present that body. 
as a what? Living what? God, I'm going to take what I have. And I'm not going to try to fix myself up. I'm just going to come to you just as I am. And Father, I am trusting. Amen. That you said that you can make me. And you can mold me into that vessel for your use. Who have you led to Christ? Are we leading? That's the question. That's the great command. Go and make disciples of all men, teaching them whatsoever I have a, I've told you. So who are we discipling? Well, that's the pastor's job. No. If I'm a follower, it is mine. Well, who am I going to lead? Who are you with? You got some brothers and sisters that aren't saved. You got some nieces and nephews who aren't saved. You've got some neighbors who aren't saved. What about that person you sit beside on the bus? I'm giving you an opportunity. What about that one you're working with on your job? You don't have to talk Jesus, 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 but I'm going to give you an opportunity to share my love. You've got to be ready. Oh, when they start cussing, they're going to know that's not who you are. And I'm telling you that opportunity is going to change. And it won't be you, it's Christ in you. Amen. Spiritual formation. The process of being formed or conforming to the image of Christ. Amen. I'm going to do what he did. I'm being formed. Amen. And doesn't it make it easy? Lord, you said you were in me. Amen. It makes it easy. Some of you know that when they told me that I had a physician, the Lord allowed me to go to an oncologist that loved him. And even when I went in on this past week and they started flushing the port, she said, I know that God has healed you. You won't have to go through this again. Even the nurse, amen, and the cancer bay, speaking the truth of God. God, I put you around those, come on, because of who you are. Not that you're anything, but my word is in you. And I'm going to go and perform my word. But when that doctor reached out and grabbed my hand and my daughter's hand and started, she started praying the prayer of faith. God has positioned us in places. Amen. 
Whatever you're doing, amen, he wants to use you. You got to just choose to allow him to use you. I don't think, amen, that, that he, he says, I put something in you. Amen. So if I'm dribbling the ball, Andrew, come on, somebody. If I'm running the field, Tyler, come on, somebody. You didn't let him get by you, did you? What I'm and that guy is talking to me and he's talking trash to me. Hang on, brother. You better talk the word. He said, I'm gonna hit you, but I'm gonna try not to hurt you. But I gotta move you out of my way. I gotta protect my man. Amen. Open up, do what you gotta do. But let God use you. Now your granddaddy didn't talk that way. I'm just gonna let you know that. He talked trash. Amen. All 165 pounds of it. Amen. But God blessed it. Because he knew what he would become. And I'm claiming everyone in this house for the kingdom of God. That God will use you. Amen. To his praise, his honor, and his glory. And if you're still breathing, you're still usable. Come on, somebody. Amen. There's no retiring on this side. Amen. Spiritual formation. Being formed to the image of Christ. Why would he do this? That we can bring glory unto him. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Once again, all of us here at White Oak, thank you for listening. God bless.